this is Mike Dilt with the Relax Back UK show on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. On the Relax Back UK show we explore all kinds of health topics, so keep listening and enjoy the ride. Thank you for joining me on the Relax Back UK show. This week, the show is made possible by the kind sponsorship of Alga Cells. Now, Alga Cells uses the body's own stem cells ability to regenerate tissue, to treat joint and spine injuries and pain. Check out their website, algacells.com. This week, we start off with something quite nasty. It was quite dangerous. It's, it's more dangerous having them on your face because if you get these blisters, these subturated blisters, around your eyes, um, it can lead to eye infections and it can impair your vision. All of us should be aware of it because it can quite easily affect us. It's shingles and I speak with broadcaster Eamon Holmes and Strictly Dancer James Jordan. Then someone who's having a bit of trouble getting other people on board. It's a new branch of physics. It provides the world unlimited energy, clean energy from the sun and the stars. Tom Palladino thinks his technology has been covered up by a conspiracy theory and it can also be used to cure pretty much anything. I'll tell you what I think and you can decide for yourself. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Nagging pain. We at Algacells know that a small amount of the patient's own bone marrow and blood cells can treat many painful conditions with regenerative orthopaedic therapy. This is an attractive treatment option for painful joints, back pain, sports injuries and many other conditions. It may avoid the need for surgery altogether. Algacells, part of a network of 50 Regenex clinics worldwide where over 60,000 patients have been treated and helped. Algacells, life is more beautiful with less pain. A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant, juice bar, and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. The station that makes you feel good. My guests to start are presenter Eamon Holmes and Strictly dancer James Jordan. I started by asking them what they have in common. Oh, we have everything in common. Yeah, <laughs> we're both punching above our weight. We're both married to beautiful women. We're a start. Funnily um, enough, that's what everybody says about me, punching above <laughs> our weight. We're, we're both quite opinionated as well, I think. Yeah, and we've both had shingles. And we've both, both had shingles. Right. All right, okay. So it's not that Eamon's a secret dancer and James has no. done the, uh, broadcasting. Okay, you've, but you've both, both had shingles. All right. Um, which begs the first question, what on earth is shingles? Oh, it's, well, it's something you don't want to get, and yeah. it's something you probably have a very strong chance of getting because if you've had chicken pox, you have a 25% chance of then contracting shingles and 90% of the population have had chicken pox. So therefore the chances are quite high that um, it could come your way. Okay. So what, why are the two connected? Does anyone know? Uh, it lies uh, basically when you uh, have chicken pox, it then lies dormant in our bodies and all it takes is a trigger just to trigger it and then appears this shingles which is very unpleasant um okay. i actually had had it on my uh, lower part of my back um it's generally in one area on one side of your body um and yeah for me it was it was the pain i was actually abroad when it happened um and i didn't get to a um doctor i didn't really know what it was didn't understand it thought it was a heat rash maybe a bit of sunburn that my wife had forgot to put the cream on um and 
I, I kind of just dealt with the pain all the time I was out there. My mum actually said to me, she thinks it could be shingles. And I thought, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. When I got back and went to the doctors, they actually said, yes, you've definitely got shingles. But because I, I that was... That means you the, need to listen to your mum, As Eamon said to me, your mums are always right. And they yeah. are always right. Um, and because I didn't get to the doctor within 72-hour period... Um, she, they, they actually said to me that we're not able to now give you any medication because it wouldn't be effective. You need okay. to get to your doctors as soon as you realise that you have it. Um, as, as soon as you, as soon as you expect it. Yeah, as Eamon said, we did. I want to come on to the triggers in a bit, but let's just dwell on the symptoms a little bit more. Are the symptoms kind of generally the same for everyone? Because some some illnesses sort of present themselves quite differently, but are actually the same thing. Did you did you have a sort of similar symptoms, Damon? I think we are the same, only different because the difference with my shingles were that they hit my face, so they took over my face where James was on his back, and uh, it was quite dangerous. It's, it's more dangerous having them on your face because if you get these blisters, these subturated blisters around your eyes, um, it can lead to eye infections and it can impair your vision. So you've got to be very, very careful with all of this. But mine were only located on the right side of my face. This was all the right right side of my face. And, and that was it. So same thing, but completely different uh, geographically from where... Um, James had his. Right. So the the actual rash, the actual shingles rash is it's kind of blisters. There's more blisters than a rash, yeah. you know. Is it? So do, yeah. so does is that does that actually hurt in, yes. in itself? Yes. It's not nice if you can imagine a big blister on your face and the bursting and you know everything that goes along with that. It's 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 not nice. I, I wouldn't like to wish and, it on anyone. And though. some people that get it do actually suffer excruciating pain from it. Um, I don't know, Eamon, because you got to the doctors early and they did give you medication for yeah. it. Do you think that maybe relieved the pain a little bit? Definitely, my friend. Definitely, you could almost feel them shrinking straight away. I, I got. Um, they would have given me an antibiotic and uh, I would have got some sort of cream, but I thought that attention straight away from your health professional made all the difference. Now, the trouble for me, Mike, was that unfortunately, when I uh, contracted shingles, two days later, my eldest son was to be married. And uh, that was, I mean, obviously, and I was going to be father of the groom, big day, massive for everyone, a lot of photographs, a lot of introductions being made. And so it was a it was a horrible situation for me. I believe I spoiled most of their wedding pictures, uh, and also people you could tell people would come up to you to shake your hand, and then they'd have second thoughts about it. They think, "Oh no, we'll not bother with this." What and, thinking uh, like, "What's this bloke got?" And might yeah, I catch it if I shake his absolutely, hand? Absolutely, absolutely. And and the thing is, though, you can't catch it. It is a it is a virus, um, and you won't be able to spread it to somebody. And they, of course, will have had to have had the all-important um, uh, chicken pox in the first place. Yeah. Right, I, I was going to ask that because, James, I think you, you mentioned you caught it on holiday, and I'm sure I read an article about you were worried or someone was worried about you coming home and sort of potentially been next to lots of people on the plane. So, um, Yeah, I mean, as Eamon said, you can't actually uh, contract shingles because um, even I was concerned um, to the point where I was making sure I kept it covered up, that I didn't get too near my wife. But as long as you've had chicken pox before, you can't actually contract it. Um, okay. But if, if people have any questions or queries or anything they don't understand, GSK do have a, a website, which is understandingshingles.co.uk. And there is everything on there. It explains everything to you. It's a fantastic website. Okay. I will ask you for a reminder of that at, at the end. Just, let's just come on to if, if most of us have got this thing kind of lurking within us. Yeah. Okay. Quite a high percentage of us do get shingles. One in four. But if, if it's, uh, yeah, well, what, what's the percentage? And, and also, what causes it to spark off? You know, if it's lurking within all of us, we don't all get it. What, what, what well, motivates it? Personally, when I, I went to my uh, GP, they, they were aware that I'd lost my dad um, quite close to the holiday. Um, 
I didn't deal with it very well. Uh, my immune system was low and that is something that can trigger it because obviously as, as people get older, your immune system suppresses as well. That's why it's more common as you get older. Generally, younger people don't get it as much as the older people, although yeah. you- But let's say, Jen, Jen, you're, you're, you're young and pretty fit compared to my other guests, possibly. Wow, so, sorry about <laughs> What happened there? Sorry about that, Eamon. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, I was shocked. When, when I found out I had shingles, same as you, I, I actually thought to myself, because I, I wasn't aware what it was, uh, the, the percentages of what people get it, I thought it was just uh, something that older people got. Um, and, th and that's why this is such a great campaign to raise awareness that if people do get it, that they know what it is and they can get it treated straight away. Yeah. Okay. So both of you guys got it and it was, it was unpleasant. In fact, it was really quite nasty, but you're both healthy now. You, you, you got through it. Um, what, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. We got through it. I mean, I think all the symptoms relating to it are you, you have in common with anybody and everybody because, as we say, 90% of the population have had chicken pox. Most people are under stress. Everybody ages. So, you know, that's why you just have got to be aware, get it sorted. As James said, you get there early, get there within 72 hours and, and be treated for it. Yeah. Let's just dwell on what can go hor horribly wrong. I suppose we ought to. That you can get complications. You alluded, Eamon, it was on your face. Potentially, it could have been very dangerous for your eyes. Are there other complications which, you know, means that you guys might not be sitting here or, or you, you know, it really could have had a lasting effect? I'm, I'm not sure as to that severity. Neuropathy has got to be taken quite seriously because shingles affects the nerve endings. And even though it's gone, you can still have damage to the nerve endings, a legacy uh, from shingles. Now, I don't believe I have had that. I believe I got off scot-free. I think I'm okay. Um, two weeks off work and uh, and the sores healed and whatever and that was that was all right and I think that's that's the damage to me that was that was all what about you James yeah I'm the same um it lasted for about two three weeks very unpleasant um and we myself and Eamon were one of the lucky ones because uh, about 20 percent of people do actually suffer from persistent nerve damage and things like that so it is something, again, like I said, we're here just to try and raise awareness so people can get to their GPs and get things sorted um, straight away. Yeah, so it's not something to be taken uh, lightly at all. And with that in mind, uh, earlier on, you mentioned uh, a website uh, with uh, more information. Can you yeah, just uh, give yeah, us that yeah, again? They have a website, which is understandingshingles.co.uk. Um, and we'll literally tell you everything you need to know about shingles. Very good. Um, before you go, Eamon, I've just got another question for you. I'm sure I saw somewhere in the last couple of days that you're suffering from back pain at the minute and you're about to have surgery. Is that right? Or was that just sort of rubbish? That oh, that's, that's not wrong. That's not, that's not right. I do suffer from back pain and I have had surgery uh, two days ago two days ago on my back so it's um it's it's a bit of an effort being here today but well, thank um, you for making the effort not at all but they they can do Machine. this um this uh, microsurgery now and um uh, so they've nipped these discs and tidied them up a bit and i'll know in two or three weeks if the operation has been a success all right well the best best of luck uh, with that thank and you. Uh, again thank you very much indeed uh, to you both appreciate thank it mike keep well thank you that makes you feel good. Nagging pain. We at Alka-Cells know that a small amount of the patient's own bone marrow and blood cells can treat many painful conditions with regenerative orthopaedic therapy. This is an attractive treatment option for painful joints, back pain, sports injuries and many other conditions. It may avoid the need for surgery altogether. Alka-Cells. Part of a network of 50 Regenex clinics worldwide where over 60,000 patients have been treated and helped. Alka-Cells. Life is more beautiful with less pain. A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. 
Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant, juice bar, and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Tom Palladino of Scalar Light is my next guest, and I just started by thanking him for taking the time to chat. Thank you for this opportunity to speak to your audience, Mike. You're, you're very welcome. So I, I had a sneaky peek at your um, website uh, before I started, and on it says Scalar Light detects and uh, cleanses cleanses pathogens by using your your photograph. And um, so I, I like to think I've got you know a pretty open mind about all kinds of uh, different things. But I have to say, I, I kind of read that and I was struggling uh, to the point of being really quite um, dubious, I have to say. So I thought what I would do is I'd say, all right, Tom, uh, I shall give you the floor uh, or the, the waves, the radio waves, and uh, just get you to, to persuade me. So uh, so I, you've, you've got a bit of a, uh, a someone who's a bit sceptical on your hands. Okay. Um, so um, go ahead. Okay. Uh, again, thanks for this opportunity. Uh, I'm working with scalar energy. It's not electricity. So the, the immediate distinction we have to make is that this is a different type of energy. It's, it's not electromagnetic energy. Now, uh, with that, I've developed instruments, scalar energy instruments that can control this dimension of energy. And what do I do with this energy? Well, there's so many things you can do in practice, I'm able to detect a pathogen, a microbe, and I can break down the molecular bonds of that pathogen, that microbe, with an instrument, a scalar energy instrument. <clears throat> so you're subjecting, the, if you will, a force field upon a person. It's a scalar energy force field, and that force field can pinpoint, can identify a microbe and destroy it. In a nutshell, that's what I do. So tell me a bit more about the scalar, scalar energy. So is the, the scalar energy, is, it's not on the electromagnetic spectrum, you're saying? Right. That's correct. It's a different type of energy. So in essence, there's two energies in the universe, scalar energy and electromagnetic energy. And I'll ask the audience to go back 100, 125 years ago to Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla was experimenting with scalar energy. He was actually the first one to harness scalar energy. He called it yeah. radiant energy. So even Tesla, the great scientist, admitted that there's two different energies. Later in his life, he was only working with radiant energy or scalar energy. So it is now apparent that there's two papers? Did he publish any papers on, on scalar he, energy? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he was actually inventing scalar energy instruments. But these instruments were so profound. You see, Mike, this is free energy. Scalar energy are free energy instruments. We, we harness the sun and the stars. So his research, the latter part of his life, was really suppressed, heavily suppressed, censored, because the powers that be did not want this free energy. All right. Okay. So, so the, the scalar energy comes from the sun and the stars. Okay. So how... It, so it's, yeah. I mean, because everything that comes from the sun is on the electromagnetic spectrum, isn't it really? No, no, there's two energies. <clears throat> the sun initially uh, will create scalar energy and scalar energy then uh, devolves, if you will, or is a derivative, if you will, to, to the point of producing electromagnetic energy. So scalar energy is the initial energy, electromagnetic energy is the derivative of scalar energy. So what is my point? The sun and the stars are the sources of power, the source of light in the universe. But the initial energy of the universe is always scalar energy. That's why the sun and the stars never experience entropy. It's scalar what, energy so, right. that drives them. So scalar energy makes all the energy that comes to us via the, uh, the different wavelengths on the electromagnetic spectrum. It, it's Yes, it's the initial okay. energy of the universe. And therefore... I guess my question is, is kind of how? 
you know, what, I mean, you know, what is scalar energy? What are its units? You know, it's, you know, what is it? It has to be from the creator, Mike. It has to be divine energy. Now, the reason I say that, what there always has to be something uncreated that created the universe. So I'm going to say that's a supreme being. And I believe that the supreme being has created scalar energy, which is an uncreated energy. So if we're going to go back in time and look at the cosmology of the universe, I would say that scalar energy was the, the first principle. It, it is the driving force of the universe. Okay, so the, the scalar energy, uh, which is coming to us, you 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 um, detect it, what have you? What what are its um, you know what, what are its units? If you detect it, it's what you know. It, it's it's what I consider the omnipresence of God. So you cannot be measured. It's an infinite source of energy, but I can modulate it. I can control it. I have scalar energy instruments that can control this energy. And I'm able, to, if you will, to control it to the point that I can administer this energy and break down molecular bonds or create molecular bonds. Okay. So one of the functions of scalar energy, it holds together matter. It holds together a molecular state. Let's, let's just rewind a little bit. So the, 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 the scalar energy is coming from the sun and the stars. It's coming towards us or... However, how, well, I guess two things. Um, how does it travel? And when it gets to Earth, yeah. what do you do? <clears throat> okay. On account of the fact that this energy is everywhere from the sun and the stars, it's the omnipresence of God. Per se, it does not travel. It fills the universe. And we simply tap into it anywhere we are located in the universe. So this is, if you will, the blanket that covers the universe. So it's, it doesn't have a frequency because it does not have to deliver a waveform. There are no cycles per second. Rather, it's a, the omnipresence. So in, in, a, in a way, we could call it a scalar uh, uh, concept because it does not have direction. Many physicists call use a, the term scalar for something that fills an environment, sort of like a barometric pressure fills an environment. It doesn't have, per se, a direction. So this is what I've discovered. <clears throat> Regardless of, of where I have my scalar energy instrument, I can tap into this energy anywhere, anywhere on, on planet Earth, and I have an un, uh, let, let's say an infinite supply of energy without any restrictions. So it, I don't have to worry about the direction of this energy. I don't have to worry about pinpointing or finding this energy. It's everywhere. Okay. So your, your, your machine detects it or does something with it because it's everywhere. Well, this yeah. sounds like it could be very useful Correct. for mankind. Can you, can you convert that energy into it's electricity? It's free energy. Inside? Exactly. Exactly. This is what Tesla was working on. Like Tesla had a tower, a scalar energy tower in New York, outside of New York City in Long Island. And this tower, if you look at it carefully, did not have a generator. There was no armature. There was no turbine. It was simply a tower that captured the energy of the sun and the stars. So what am I saying? This is free energy. This is why Tesla was censored. Tesla had a scalar energy tower that he could have powered all of New York City, perhaps the United States with, because it's an unlimited source of energy. I think I think we need. You, you said he's done some papers. I think we need some references, Tom. Yeah, yeah. If if you look at uh, there's a great book on his 1899 uh, experiments in Colorado Springs, and I've read that book. Uh, read it, and and you'll see that he's working with a different energy dimension. It's from yeah. his 1899 experiments in I Colorado. Think I, yeah, I I I think really peer-reviewed papers are more likely to hack it than a book. I I can write I, a book, and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> you're right, but here, here you're right, Mike. But here's the problem: most scientists don't even acknowledge that scalar energy exists. Most most scientists have never developed a scalar energy instrument. I I could rattle off fewer than ten bona fide scalar energy researchers. Most of them are dead. So to to have a peer reviewed study, it's just not in the offing. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll part that on one side. So tell me what you what what do you do with the, the scalar energy when you're 
detectors or your machines that you've developed? What do, what, what do they do with that? Okay, so let me make this clear. Uh, I have scalar energy instruments that capture sunlight and starlight. I don't have to create the energy. So once I capture that, then I can, if you will, use this energy, broadcast it, interface with it, and I work with people or animals by way of their photograph. Let me make this very clear. I never work in person. People will email me a photograph. This is my photograph. My photograph has a scalar energy signature on it. When I place my photograph in an instrument, my instrument finds my energy field. So my photograph is really my bi-located version. Other scientists have, have proven this, but most of them are dead, frankly. And my photograph then not only will identify me, but will allow me to access my energy field, what some people call the quantum energy. And I can identify viruses, bacteria, fungi, and I can destroy Let me, viruses. Let's just, you're, you're, you're racing on. Let's just um, step back a little bit. You're, yeah. you're holding up a photograph there and you're saying, this has got my light signature. Okay, yes. well, you know, it, 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 it's got a picture of you for sure, yes. and it's, it's a photograph, so it's made by light. But um, what 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 is that your light signature? It's every object, including a photograph, has a scalar energy signature. It's like my fingerprint. Everybody has a unique fingerprint. My photograph is my unique scalar energy fingerprint. My photograph is unique to me, so I can identify a person by way of a photograph. There might be 7.9 billion people in the world, but everybody has a distinct fingerprint, a distinct scalar energy signature. And the way I identify people or animals is by way of the photograph. Okay. So if you, but if you do that, you must measure this scalar energy or somehow read it. Yeah. I, I, I can measure it in the sense I can detect whether it's present or not. I don't have a meter. Nobody's ever developed a meter. I don't think you can develop a meter. Keep in mind, Mike, this is all pervasive energy. There is no basic unit, okay? If, if you're going to measure something a kilometer, or as we do here in the States, a mile, that's a basic unit of measurement. There is no basic unit of measurement with scalar energy. But if, 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 you're, you're, if you have your scalar light signature and mm -hmm. your using that to detect out of the some yes. one individual out of the, I don't know how many billion of us there are now, say, say 7 billion, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be some uh, measurement or some way of doing that. No, no, you, you, you cannot per se measure this. You cannot put a mathematical value to this. At least I don't think so, because it's, it's an, of an infinite quality. You know, right. when we're looking at measurements, it's a finite measurement. Let, okay, so let, let, let's, again, part that and move on. You, you say okay. you've got a photograph and you use yeah. your instruments. Mm -hmm. What happens next? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> let's, let's say I have a, a photograph of a person. I'm going to demonstrate with my photograph. And I want to eradicate the herpes virus. Many people in the world have herpes. Herpes 1 is actually what some people call oral herpes. It's quite prevalent. Now, everything I do is by way of photographs, so there's no human guessing. There's no room for human error. I'll take a photograph of the herpes virus and place it right next to my photograph. Now, again, everything I do is by way of photographs. So I have these two photographs inside my instrument in which the herpes virus can communicate with my photograph. This is a communication system. And by placing a photograph of the herpes virus inside my instrument, my instrument can look for the herpes virus in my quantum body, seek it out, and disassemble it, destroy it. So this is a technique whereby I've developed a photographic recognition of a microbe by way of the photograph. And I'm able to download that information into a person's quantum field, look for the herpes virus and eradicate. So there's no human interpretation with what I'm doing. So, but this person, where is this, where is this person when this is happening? Anywhere in the world. 
Okay. Because this this acts like a universal satellite, if you will. And people might say, well, where's the satellite? There is no satellite that we have to create. It's the universe. So the grid system, the infrastructure is the universe. Now that calls to mind how simple and easy this is and much less expensive than an electromagnetic grid system. So this, if someone's on the other side of the world, yes. this, whatever you're doing, will find them out of yes. the six or seven billion of us. Yes. I see. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And you, okay. you see how simple and straightforward this is because we're working with a first principle. This is a fundamental force in the universe. There is no intermediary. There is no middleman. There is no... Uh, uh, a reason for human error. We're working with light. Light never makes a mistake. Yeah, but light has to to, to do something. Light has to travel, doesn't it? Well, in electromagnetic uh, spectrum, yes. Light travels at, at the top speed of 186 miles per second. Scalar energy is omnipresent. It doesn't travel. It's already there. It blankets the universe. So you're connecting with this omnipresence of energy. You simply tap into this force field. See, this is the very quiddity that people have to realize. We don't go from point A to point B. Scalar energy is everywhere. There is no point A and point B. Okay. Um, I think you might have to um, give a little more information. If the scalar energy is everywhere, yeah. the information is taken by the scalar energy, is it? Yeah, the information is already out there in, in the universe or within this scalar energy paradigm. So not only is it a perfect delivery system of information, which is instantaneous, but all of the information is already embodied in this energy. So energy is not only what I say fire and light, it's also intelligence. So if I have an infinite energy field, I also have it infinite intelligence field. And this is what Tessa started to realize. That this is what I realized. This is consciousness. Mike. This is the intelligence of the universe. This is a game changer. This, this will leave electromagnetic energy way behind. Coal, oil, gas, wind turbines are, are effete. They're, they're obsolete. Okay. I mean, I uh, I would imagine lots of people would be very interested in this if it were if it was really uh, the case. I have to say because we've got a bit of an energy crisis. Um, let's also park that. Let's just go on to if this this energy is gets to this person or is with this person all the time, and they have an illness mm. or whatever it might be. You mentioned herpes, but um, I don't know. Perhaps if someone has a tumor, cancerous tumor, or, you know, just a sprained ankle. Um, talk me through the process of um, making them better. Okay. My specialty, the technique that I've perfected is the ability to, to identify microbes, germs, and eradicate microbes. I don't have any proficiency with cancer, but I think it's possible. So if somebody were to send me a photograph, again, I only work with photographs, I'm able to place their photograph, print out a photograph and place it in the instrument. So the, the photograph is a bilocated version of a person. So by working with their energy field, their bilocated version, I'm able to pinpoint approximately 400,000 species of pathogens, microbes. That's my current state of expertise. To look at a photograph, interpret the presence of a microbe on a photograph and eradicate it. All of that takes place in the quantum field, which is a scalar energy force field. Okay, so this this instrument you've developed, it, there's quite a lot going on inside it then, presumably. Yes. yes. Um, how, how, how big is this instrument? It's about, if I laid it on the table, about six, seven feet long. It's a, it's a an engineering feat. A number of people have worked on this. 
technology over the past century. So my model is the current updated model, if you will. I had a predecessor, his name was Hieronymus. In many ways, I copied his work. Well, again, why is this so important? It's a new branch of physics. It provides the world unlimited energy, clean energy from the sun and the stars. And if we retrace the footsteps of Nikola Tesla, we'll be able to develop a tower, a broadcast tower, that we can deliver energy, scalar energy, wireless transmission of energy, free energy from the sun and the stars without a carbon footprint. Now that should attract the attention of the world. This is what I'm trying to, if you will, uh, impart upon people. Yeah. This All right, is let's, indeed... let's start off by, um, perhaps you could kind of give us um, a brief resume of your six foot long um, machine. Okay. Yeah, what's in it? What's it do? You, you uh, feed in the photograph at one end and what happens? Yeah, uh, okay. I've developed this, this instrument off the plans of Galen Hieronymus, an American inventor. And we both have come to the conclusion you need to use a vacuum tube. A vacuum tube creates a scalar energy environment. What do I mean by that? A vacuum tube with, with this presence in the tube allows us to recreate the universe or recreate a miniature star. You cannot do this with... Uh, with uh, uh, circuitry with um, solid state circuitry. You need a vacuum tube. <clears throat> I have a capacitor then that will modulate the signal. And at the end of the instrument, so to speak, I have two Tesla coils, a receiver and a broadcast coil. And with that type of configuration and the proper type of circuitry and engineering, we can create a standing wave. That's the key, right? We're no longer working with electricity. We're working with the different type of energy, a standing scalar energy wave. And within the vicinity of my instrument, it's a scalar energy environment. It's no longer an electromagnetic environment. And when I place a person's photograph in that scalar energy environment, it's a different physics. It's no longer electromagnetic uh, physics. So again, to really it inculcate it. It just said it's a it, it's a wave, but it's an infinite wave. It's not a particle. Let me make this clear. Scalar mm -hmm. energy is non-physical. It's pure light. It is a waveform, but this wave is infinite. And if you will, the, this wave is interconnected throughout the universe. But it is, it's a, if you looked at it in composition, it's a double helix. It's not a particle. Okay, so a, a standing wave is um well essentially it's a wave that then hits a wall and comes back on itself isn't it so it's formed by when you have two traveling waves and you superimpose i'm talking about electromagnetic waves here obviously. yeah yeah that, that's a good point two so waves, the term and they're the same amplitude and they're in the same orientation so they're okay. the same frequency yeah so very good kind of not traveling anywhere really yeah, yeah. And, and the term I'm using, standing wave, I'm using that terminology for scalar energy. So the, the terminology is different from that of electromagnetic energy. But you hit the nail on the head by saying, it, when you're working in that electromagnetic spectrum, perhaps it cancels out. And perhaps there's with that canceling out, there's a presence there. So it, it, you don't have to travel with scalar energy. It's simply a presence. So we have to really draw this point that there is no locality with scalar energy. It's non-local. All right. Okay. So, sorry, I, I interrupted. You were talking about you you got a vacuum tube. Yeah. And you got two two Tesla coils. Yes. One yes. was broadcasting, which was, <laughs> I didn't think you needed to broadcast. Well, I use that term broadcast. It's the presence of scalar energy. It, are those... Two coils broadcasting scalar energy, yes, but those that scalar energy finds its way into the blanket of the universe. In other words, we leave the electromagnetic spectrum behind. Next to the Tesla coils is a scalar energy environment in which, in which electricity and magnetism is negated. And then we can access a person's quantum field next to those Tesla coils. So we've negated electricity and magnetism. That's the key. All 
It's okay. profound. Like it's there's two dimensions. There's two realities. And when I place your photograph in a scatter energy dimension, I can access a person's energy fields. Their intelligence is found on a photograph. Okay, well, maybe it could be used for good. Get a picture of Putin in there. Get <laughs> no, him behaving he, sensibly. He needs a lot of help. He's an evil man. Yeah. You know, in, in application, we've demonstrated, we've worked with people around the world, once again, by a photograph. Many times I've sent a collage, a group photograph. I've been working with an HIV AIDS clinic in Delhi, India. For the sake of the audience, I've never been to India in my life. And the people that I work with claim that they feel well. After I work with them with a the scalar energy instrument, many people say that they no longer have any viral load for HIV. Now, I'll, it's a new science. I'll let the audience come to their conclusion. The people in India tell me that they feel better. Yeah. Well, two things. Tom, you say, you just told me it's not new. People have been looking at it for 100 years. Although, and I'm going to ask you for a list of their papers at the end so I can. But also, I, I, I'm sounding a bit negative here. Frankly, I am a little negative. But I, I, <laughs> I'm sure you are perfectly capable of, of, of handling that. Um, like you're, you're a man, you say you're a, a man of science, you know, so honestly, testimonials don't hack it, you know, know. You, know you, right. you, you, you need something a little bigger. I, I just can't but help thinking. I, you, need, right, you, need, you need some studies. But there's no scientific protocol, Mike. Imagine 100 years ago when there was, nobody had a computer. Did anybody understand computer science? No. Was there any scientific protocol for computers? No. So we need a new protocol for this new branch of physics. See, this is very key, Mike. Even though I'm treating people in India by way of their photograph, I, I can prove my work in my laboratory. I cannot prove that at a distance. I don't have a scientific method. There's no protocol to prove my work. I have to rely upon the testimonies. You know, you, you can't go into a university and say, let's do a double blind test on a photograph. There is no double blind for a photograph. So this is the new paradigm. This is a new way of thinking. We need a new way to test this. Yeah, although you did, you have said it a few times, it's not so new. It's been, you know, there. Tesla wrote some papers on it and, you know, no one really it picked it up. Mike, it's suppressed. If everything I'm telling you is true and accurate, this is free energy that will end the energy crisis that, that could prove to be the cure for pathogenic disease. The powers that be do not want this. Now, I, can, I cannot prove my work outside my laboratory, but I'm getting great results from people around the world. So I have to rely upon that body of evidence and testimonies. There is no scientific protocol. I must admit, I do, I do find... Um... It very difficult. I'm not a great conspiracy theorist because I, I look at some of these people that, are, that can be accused of conspiracy theories and I think they can't even organize a proverbial party in a brewery. You know, they, they just cannot organize a conspiracy theory like this. So I, I don't, I, I'm very dubious of, yeah. of conspiracy theories uh, in general. Now, I, I, I won't pass comment on this particular one because, frankly, I don't know anything about it. But I, yeah. I just would be highly surprised um, if something as, as wonderful, wonderful as this uh, would be uh, suppressed. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's not even go down that road of conspiracy theories. So let's just say that Tesla's work stands the, the test of time. He's a brilliant engineer. And that I believe he was on the road to scalar energy, free energy for mankind. But for various reasons, his work was suppressed. I won't go into why. I, I don't have all the details. I, I wasn't alive 100 years ago. But um, let's, let's just fast forward this to Tom Palladino. Read my website. Look at the testimonies. And then I'll let the audience decide if this is of merit. Sure. Okay. Let's I, that 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 could be a good place to, to leave it here because we could end up going round in circles here. Because I have to say, uh, Tom, you haven't got me on board yet. I, um, I understand. <laughs> it's a new science. I there, I have no contemporary, Mike, and there is no protocol 
according to electromagnetic theory that can prove scalar energy theory. There's no protocol. This is not presented at the university level. My work is groundbreaking. You know, keep, again, Mike, 100 years ago, if somebody said, I have a computer, what, what would the world know about a computer 100 years ago? They would not. No. All right. So um, I, I, I'm not on board. Um, I'm, I, get, I get a little bit worried with just sort of the whole testimonial thing. Although, you know, as you say, you've got to start somewhere. Right. Um, and another thing that does worry me, um, because you say this this isn't proven uh, for you know everybody, you, you know you're you're very happy yourself that it works. There's there's a lot of medical kind of stories, and there's uh, let's leave what you're doing to one side. But in general terms, on the internet, there's an awful lot of false hope given sure. medical false hope given to ill people. Right. And uh, I've got to say, a lot of that really upsets me and even makes me quite angry. Um, and I'm really hoping you're, you're not in this camp. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I work with scientific instruments and I have scientific results. So there is no room for human error. And, and my results stand according to this science of scalar energy. It's a poorly understood science. So. I'm working under the banner of science. I work with scientific instruments and my results are, are there from. So there's no chicanery there. The laws of science are immutable. Okay, I, I, I will wait until you get some um, uh, other scientists working with you, some collaborators. I mean, if people hear this, they must think, oh, this is wonderful. Let's, you know, sign him up. Let's collaborate. Let's get him on board. Uh, I would like to think that, uh, uh, you know, maybe there could be some papers written with some collaborators and can get peer You're reviewed right. and people You're can. Right. And that would, You're that, right. That would, that would I should not be the only one in the world doing this. I'm flabbergasted why I'm one of the few scalar energy scientists. Yeah. So at, at the start, before we started uh, recording, you, you said something about if, if people are listening to this, and they want to have a go. Uh, this, yeah. this is, this is possible. Um, so let let people know how they can how they can do that if they'd like to. Okay. Marching forward, we want to prove that this works. At least prove it to the individual. So we offer everybody in the world free sessions, fifteen days of free sessions. You visit the website scalarlight.com. Anybody in the world can visit the website, upload your photograph, send us email us your photograph. And we will work with your quantum field. We'll work with your energy signature. We, we identify germs, eradicate germs, balance your brain waves, your chakras, and we can create, assemble nutrients. We do all of this through this energy force field, this scalar energy force field. My work is unique. I work with unique instruments. So you have to experience my unique work by sending in your photograph. I want to prove to you that this works. Okay, there you go, guys. You can uh, take take him up if people want to. So they'll get in contact with you via your website. Yes, correct. Okay. That's the best way. All right, that's fine. Um, they're very welcome to do that. Tom, um, I'm not sure I would be taking you up on the offer, but thank, thank you. you very much indeed for the offer. Thank you. And also, look, thank you very much indeed uh, for for talking. Something that uh, Tom has suggested he, he, he can do, and I'm going to take him up on his offer, is that he can send links to a research that Tesla and other scientists have done uh, on this. So that'll be very good. And I, I, I can include that on some of the, the social media. I can in include the links if people want to uh, follow that up. Please do remember his offer of uh, trying out his, his um, um, I'm not sure what to call it, his method. Is that, is that, is, is that fair? That's can fine. I call it your method? That's yeah. fine. That's, that's, that's fine, Mike. That's fine. Um, and um, that, so do take that up. That, I, 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 that is a genuine offer from Tom. Tom is shaking his head. At, well, not shaking. He's nodding his head in the affirmative. So uh, do take yes. up on that if, if, if uh, you are interested. And uh, it really just remains for me to say, Tom, look, thanks very much indeed uh, for chatting. Um, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm not sure I'm on board yet, but 
it doesn't matter. Thanks very much uh, for coming on and chatting. Thank you for the time to speak to your audience. I'll provide that information to you. Many of the, um, if you will, white papers I'll present to you are from my predecessors. Most of those men and women are deceased. Yeah, well, that's the whole point of writing papers, isn't it? Science yeah. take, can take a long time to um, develop. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Hey, thanks again. Okay. Thank you, sir. So I was kind of hoping that Tom might send me some links to some peer-reviewed published papers. Uh, he hasn't done that, but he did send me a report, uh, quite an old report, or it looked old anyway, written by Louise and Galen Hieronymus. Um, I couldn't find a date. It didn't seem to be dated. Um, it doesn't seem to be a peer-reviewed paper. It's titled Tracking the Astro Astronauts in Apollo 11 and says it looks at the health of astronauts using photographs. Um, so I had a quick look through it. The first graph in it has something called vitality intensity values on the y-axis, and but there are no units. And I'm, I'm sure most people can remember their science teacher yelling at them to put units on the graph on both axes. If there aren't units, it doesn't mean anything is what my science teacher used to tell me. Um, I asked Tom in an email about that and he said there is no gauge or meter to measure scalar energy. So. Uh, Oh well, I'm not quite sure what to say um, about that. Um, do go ahead and uh, contact him uh, to try it out if you fancy. However, I have to say I'm not sure I'm going to be joining you. Thank you to my guests on this week's show. They were Eamon Holmes and James Jordan talking about shingles and Tom Palladino of Scalar Light. Thank you to you for listening and a special thanks to the show's sponsor, Alga Cells, who bring regenerative orthopaedic medicine to the UK. See their website, algacells.com. If you or a loved one are in pain, do have a look. That was the Relax Back UK show with me, Mike Dill. Thank you for listening and please do join us again next time.